This is a Hope 103.2 podcast. Thank you and good morning. Welcome. This is Chris Witt's Morning Devotions. The Bible has lots of answers and uh, it does have an answer to boredom. In Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10 we read, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And Eugene Peterson in The Message has a, a greater version, I think. Whatever turns up, he says, grab it and do it. What's that mean? It means that there's a challenge for us to take hold of the ordinary responsibilities of life and make sure they get done. It's easy to live in this never-never um, land of, oh, well, I'm going to do it one day. We might dream of starting a diet or getting a new job or buying a new computer or meet somebody or paint the living room or whatever it is. But we find, well, it just doesn't get done. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, the, the great preacher many years ago, was fond of saying, one good deed is worth more than a thousand brilliant theories. So it's better to do what you need to do than to waste hours dreaming about what you'd like to do. And so from the Bible, Solomon says, whatever your hand finds to do. He doesn't mean there, if your hand happens to find something to do, do it. If not, then take the day off. No. He says your hand will always find something to do. There's always work to be done. And that combats boredom. Someone's got to clear the table, take out the garbage, walk the dog, pay the bills, clean the car. Not very exciting stuff, but that's what life's all about, isn't it? A whole bunch of duties, large and small, that someone has to do. It won't be any good complaining, I don't feel like doing it. I mean, basically, your feelings don't matter. Whatever your hand finds to do, the Bible says, that's the Word of God. We all have work to do. We all have some responsibilities. You can't stay in bed forever. Well, you can, I guess. There's a further implication here that one of the best cures for boredom is to get involved helping others. Now, one doctor said that whenever a patient comes to him complaining of this symptom of no medical cause, he says, you've got to crawl out of yourself. And he says it means to crawl out of this cave of self-pity. Um, one time there was on TV the, the special on the life of Prince Charles, and the documentary noted that Charles was devastated by the death of his great-uncle, Lord Mountbatten, he was murdered by the Irish Republican Army back in 1979. Now, Lord Mountbatten was the only man who'd truly been a father figure to Charles. He was a mentor, and Charles was greatly distressed by the death, of course, of his great-uncle. But the advice of his great-uncle was this, banish your sorrow through service to others, he told a young Charles. And this is very wise counsel indeed. What should you do if you feel you've got a nervous breakdown coming on um, well, people say, go and see a psychiatrist, but no. Someone has said, lock the door of your house, go across the railroad tracks and find someone in need and do something to help that person. You've probably heard the old quote that goes back over 200 years. I expect to pass through the world but once. Any good, therefore, I can do or any kindness that I can show to any fellow creature, let it be done now. Let me not deter it or neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. So it's very difficult actually to be bored when you're giving yourself in help to those around you. And boredom comes when we focus on ourselves. So all that says you've got to get outside your own problem. And uh, th those problems will seem smaller and boredom will certainly disappear. The Bible says, do this with all your might. That's Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10. So what it means is do whatever you have to do with with enthusiasm, with gusto, the Puritans talked often about the importance of being earnest. Now, that's an old word, earnestness, one we don't use much today. But it describes how a Christian actually should approach life. Life's too short and fragile to waste it. So the implication, I think, there is 
Whatever you do, do it heartily with enthusiasm, 100% commitment. But most of us, if we're honest, don't approach our work in that way. If you want to see how many people view their work, there's an episode of The Simpsons. Homer Simpson, of course, work is a joke where nothing really matters. How different it is from the Bible, actually. It says that all work is noble and can be done for the glory of God. So whatever you do, it can be done for God's glory. Thank you, Lord. Help us to be enthusiastic about our life, and we know that you'll help us each day. Amen. This is a Hope 103.2 production. Thanks for listening. The God of the Bible is a talking God. All throughout Scripture, God is seen talking to people, first the prophets, then most fully in Jesus, and today through His Holy Spirit. When we choose to follow Jesus, the Spirit speaks to remind us of all that Jesus established and then apply it to our lives. So how does the Spirit speak? How do we know it's God? And what happens afterwards? I'm Tanya Harris of God Conversations. Join me as I explore what the Spirit is saying to us today. Everyday God Conversations will encourage you each week to learn from the God Conversations of Scripture, the ultimate God Conversation in Jesus, and how to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself. Subscribe to God Conversations at hopepodcast.com.au or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, it was never meant to be a one-way conversation.